0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, and I'm here to read you guys yet another magical adventure story. The latest story up on our premium channel is called Maisie and Hazy the Naughty Twins Help a Big Bad Wolf. Maisie and Hazy are twin sisters, but they are very naughty. They are always arguing and never share anything. One day, they go on a camping vacation with their family and come across a wolf in the forest. The wolf needs their help, but what will they do? To listen to this story and more, join up to our premium channel and become a super fan of Short Stories for Kids. Here you'll receive a Friday bonus episode every single week, plus our entire back catalog of stories ad-free. Also, premium-only shoutouts just for you guys. So to hear this story, just sign up to our premium feed in a couple of clicks through our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. I thought I knew my father better than anyone. One day we were chatting and I heard a story I've never heard before. That got me wondering, how many other stories don't I know? That's why I got my father StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your dad or a father figure connect through sharing stories and memories. Every week StoryWorth emails your dad a thought-provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought of, like, what is your fondest childhood memories? Or, have you ever feared for your life? I've really enjoyed reading my dad's answers to these questions. For example, I didn't know that my dad almost drowned as a child when he fell out of a fishing boat, but luckily his cousin saved him. After one year, StoryWorth compiles all those questions and stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book the whole family can share for generations. Right now, for a limited time, you can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash short stories, that's S T O R Y W O R T H.com slash to save $10 on your first purchase storyworth.com slash So today's story request comes from Davis, who's nine years old and would really like a story where himself and his cat Bowser go into Candyland on an epic adventure and meet a dangerous chocolate dragon. Wow. Well, we love this idea, Davis. Thank you so much. We haven't visited Candyland in a while, so we're ready for another sweet trip. There, are you guys already? Okay, let's go. It was a bright, beautiful day. The sun was beaming down through a sky as blue as a clear ocean. In the park, Davis, a nine-year-old boy, was playing with his cat, Bowser, Bowser was a very special kitty. He would always come running to Davis every time he came home from school with a meow, meow. Davis would rub Bowser's head, belly, and behind his ears. Bowser just loved to be rubbed behind his ears. His purring was so loud, it sounded like bumblebees lived inside the friendly cat. The two were best friends. Davis loved Bowser, and Bowser loved Davis. Wherever Davis was, Bowser was never too far behind, and vice versa. The pair were laid out on the park's green grass, Davis lying on his side, with Bowser curled next to him. Each time Davis breathed out, the tickle of his breath made Bowser's fuzzy triangle ears flap like tiny wings. Flap, flap, flap. Normally, Bowser would get annoyed with this, but because he was with Davis, he felt happy and content. It had been a busy day of playing for the pair. First, they played hide and seek. Bowser was always the best at hide and seek. He could hide anywhere he was so small. Plus, he had claws and could climb trees. Davis had no hope of clambering after him when he would scamper high in the branches. Then, Davis tied an old feather to a piece of string and pulled it along the ground. Bowser would go nuts for this game, swiping and jumping and falling over to catch it. Davis laughed so hard at Bowser's antics, his belly hurt. That was why they were lying in the park, now napping. The pair were totally pooped out from having so much fun. The park was silent. Only the low breeze and singing of the birds above entered their ears. Then a sweet scent whisked into their noses and slowly awoke them. With dreary eyes, Davis and Bowser blinked awake. (laughs) Mmm, Davis said hungrily. What's that smell? Bowser looked from left to right, let out a and spotted something shiny in the grass he ran to. What's that? David said, running after his cat. Bowser looked up at Davis, then to the object he discovered. It was candy, wrapped in a neon pink wrapper. We shouldn't eat candy if we found it on the ground, Bowser, Davis said. Bowser let out another, meow, and scampered a few feet ahead, next to the cat, shining in the grass. "'was another candy, bright blue.' "'Davis ran to the cat and the candy. "'Another one!' he exclaimed. "'Davis looked ahead in the grass. "'There were brightly colored candies in a line "'leading all the way to the bushes at the side of the park. "'Bowser had seen the line of glimmering sweets "'and shot off trying to find their end. "'Hey, Bowser, wait!' Davis cried, setting after the cat.' As Davis climbed into the darkness under the thick bushes, he couldn't even see the sky overhead. He heard Bowser's meow Wow and watched as the small cat had found the end of the line of candies, leapt into a deep hole in the ground, and disappeared. Bowser, where are you going? Davis cried. Davis reached the hole's edge, looked down, and saw a shimmering light "'of reds and blues and golden yellows.' "'He gulped and gasped. "'Here goes nothing.' "'Then dived into the hole. "'Davis slid lower and lower. "'It was like being on a gigantic slide. "'Everything rushed past faster and faster. "'The old dry soil at the lip of the hole "'eventually gave way to chocolate. "'That was impossible.' But Davis could feel and smell that he was encased in a tube of chocolate. It was like being inside a giant candy wrapper. Even though he was speeding so fast, his hair was being pushed back. And suddenly, he found himself very hungry. There was a light at the end of the tunnel beneath him, and it flew towards him at super speed. Oh boy, Davis cried. Davis flew out the end of the tunnel, and a huge white mattress broke his fall. What Davis didn't know was who was waiting for him on the other side of the mattress. Bowser was waiting for his friend, and as soon as Davis hit it, the poor cat bounced straight up in the air. Meow! Bowser! Bowser, Davis cried as he watched Bowser spin in the air and land on his feet with a grumpy face. Sorry, boy, Davis said. Then, Davis quickly realized that it wasn't a mattress he'd fallen on. It was a giant marshmallow. Davis looked around, and his jaw fell open. There were rivers of chocolate syrup, houses made of fudge and toffee, and honeycomb streets. Bowser! Davis exclaimed as the cat licked the sweet streets beneath his feet. We found a... Candyland. a small voice said. Davis and Bowser spun around to see a small impish man in a suit standing next to them. I am the mayor of Candyland, the proud man said, and I have led a trail for you here as we need your help. What help? Davis said. Meow, said Bowser. There is a dragon that's appeared in our kingdom, and every night he appears and melts one of our candy houses. If you stop the dragon, I can give you magic pockets, so whenever you reach inside, you will always be greeted with a handful of the sweetest, bestest, most perfect candy ever. Davis didn't like the sound of the dragon, but the offer of the sweetest, bestest, most perfect candy ever was certainly appealing. Even when Davis looked at Bowser, he seemed to nod and meowed. Meow. Davis thought about this, then said, Okay, but how do we stop the dragon? The mayor of Candyland already had a plan formed with the other residents of Candyland, who were all hidden in the Chocolate Town Hall. The mayor had explained that the dragon wasn't full-sized, and a boy of Davis's size could easily battle the beast. The dragon would appear as soon as it was sunset and night began to fall. After going over the plan, again and again, Davis gulped. Okay, let's do it. On the empty streets of Candyland, Bowser played by himself on a chocolate road. The sun was about to set when a huge shadow fell over the small cat. Bowser looked up. There stood the dragon, all scales and wings and red eyes. The dragon was only twenty feet tall, small for a dragon, but still big enough to be scary. Meow. Bowser called up to the big beast, grabbing his attention. The dragon scowled. How dare this small creature try and communicate with him? Then, the dragon swooped down from the side of the candy mountain he looked down from, breathing great bursts of fire as he flapped his wings. Bowser took off and ran as fast as his forelegs would take him, speeding between candy houses and candy cars. He sped left and right, up and over anything in his way, leading him to the candy town hall where... As soon as the dragon flew past the town hall, the second part of the plan began. Davis jumped from the town hall's roof and landed on the dragon's back. The dragon lurched in surprise, and Davis grabbed the dragon's wings and stopped them from flapping. He pulled them up as hard as he could, and the dragon began to glide through the air, unable to control what was going on. Davis turned his body left and the dragon glided left. He turned right, and the dragon glided right. Perfect. It was just like playing a video game. All he had to do was hold on tight until... He saw where the plan ended. The great pool of quick drying chocolate. That's it. Keep going. The mayor of Candyland shouted from below. The people of Candyland cheered as Davis steered the dragon straight into the quick-drying chocolate. Splosh! Davis managed to jump aside quickly before he was dunked into the sticky mess. Bowser ran up to greet him. Meow, meow! As did Candyland's residents. They all watched as the dunked dragon rose from the quick-drying chocolate, wings outstretched, ready to fly again, but before he could, his entire brown chocolate body began to stiffen. The dragon quickly turned into a giant chocolate statue. The quick-drying chocolate had worked. The mayor of Candyland ran to Davis and Bowser. You two are the best. And as I promised, here's your reward. Suddenly, the mayor of Candyland's right hand began to glow with all the colors of the rainbow. With wide eyes, Davis watched as he planted his hand on top of his head. Then, Davis awoke with a start, back in the park, with Bowser by his side. Davis looked around him. Everything was peace and quiet. Had it all been a dream? Meow, Bowser asked. Just a dream, Davis said. Let's go home, pal. I'm hungry. Meow, Bowser agreed. Then, As he stood up, Davis put his hand in his pocket. His eyes grew large as he realized it was full of candy. He pulled it free and chocolates and candies hit the floor. Bowser started to lick and nibble on the tasty treats. It happened, Davis cried. It really happened. As he pulled more and more candies and chocolates from his pocket, his reward for him and Bowser saving Candyland the and